to the Mental Health Professionals podcast. I'm your host, Chris, and today we are looking at how do counsellors help? How do psychotherapists help? Because in some ways it might sound obvious that counsellors provide help with people processing their emotions, but how does this happen? Interestingly, we don't really know, and it's not that we don't really know, it's what I mean by that is that different psychotherapies, different modalities, different schools disagree about how counselling helps. So we all agree that counselling is a helping relationship and that we do, it is efficacious, we help clients, but different modalities disagree about how that helping actually happens. And in today's episode, we're going to discuss the different theories about how the helping relationship does in fact help. So it's, I would say, a spectrum and we're going to start. So at one end, we've got something like person-centered counseling created by Carl Rogers. And Rogers said that the relationship itself was the only thing that mattered. So really, the person the client was going to do all of the changing themselves, and we as a practitioner were just there to provide the relationship and he talked about the six necessary and sufficient conditions now called the core conditions which are empathy unconditional positive regard and congruence and Roger said if we could just provide these conditions in each therapy session and allow them to exist if we could just be there and be supportive in this unique special way fulfilling these core conditions then that would be everything a person needed to improve to solve their problems and to self-actualize so it's a very hands-off approach that focuses on the relationship and says the relationship is the magic there then if we move a little further on the scale we could look at something like solutions focused therapy now again, solutions-focused is very client-led. So it's client as expert rather than therapist as expert. In solutions-focused, we say the client is the expert in themselves and we're there just to facilitate their growth. And we'd certainly use some skills, some solution-focused skills, like getting people to describe their best hopes, their preferred future, and really asking questions. Questions is probably the key technique in solutions focus so it's almost like a coaching role where again the if you're coaching someone in sport you would trust them to be the expert in what works for them and you would just facilitate their learning and in solutions focus it's very similar we would bring some coaching techniques into there we bring some great question asking skills and a, a range of other solutions focus skills but the client is completely the expert. We go completely with their agenda. And we're really there to, again, facilitate their learning about themselves, about what works for them, about what strengths they have to solve their own problems. And we help them to, to build that solution. Then if we move a bit further on the scale, now we've got something like cognitive behavioral therapy. Now CBT, 
certainly thinks the relationship is important. But here we're starting to bring in some more expert knowledge from the practitioner. So we're introducing things like the cognitive model, the idea that our emotions, our thoughts and our behaviours are all linked in a triangle and by changing one you can change the other. And we're still trying to get the client to do all the work but if we're looking at the cognitive aspect we might get them to talk about how their thoughts work and we'll do maybe a bit of explaining talking about things like automatic negative thoughts and how we can have some biases and how we might jump to the worst case scenario or we might explain the common thinking errors such as jumping to conclusions and black and white thinking catastrophizing and then get the client to identify those so here we're almost a consultant, we're helping the client work through their problems, but we're bringing a bit of teaching, a bit of expert knowledge alongside the client's knowledge and combining that and together trying to come up with a solution. Solution might involve something like behavioral experiments, doing some contingency management, but there's expertise coming in from both sides here. Then finally, if we get to the, the kind of far end, we're looking at something like psychodynamic, which is, uh, many practitioners would say that here, the therapist is the expert. So you might go to a dream analysis session, and you will describe your dreams, and the therapist will tell you what's going on. It's their job to interpret. And most of the expert knowledge here is coming from the practitioner and the client really just supplies the information and but the change the benefit the way the way that the practitioner helps them helps the client is by bringing their expert knowledge into the room now not all psychodynamic practitioners might agree with that definition i'll have that little caveat but that in terms of the range that's more the end that psychodynamic is sitting on so how do we help? We've got kind of person-centered here that says the client knows everything they need to know and we just need to provide the relationship. We've got the other end where we're bringing more expert knowledge in. What is it that's helping the client? Well, let's not fall into the trap of doing our own black and white thinking here. It might not be that it's either a great relationship, a great therapeutic alliance between the client and therapist. It's not only that the therapist knows a lot of things about the cognitive model and potential strategies for improving. It might not be just the, the coaching magic and the, the techniques and skills being brought into the room, but potentially it is all of these things. If we look at person-centered, there is clearly some expertise coming into the room because the therapist knows how to develop that great therapeutic relationship. They know how to listen well. They know how to use minimal encouragers. There's a lot of techniques to what uh, some practitioners might label as just sitting and listening to someone if you don't like person-centered, but there's actually a ton of techniques involved there. Similarly, on this end, something like CBT, really does think that the relationship, the therapeutic alliance is important. It's not, it's not important, it's just that there are additional tools as well. So in terms of what is, what is the magic that actually helps the client, it's probably a combination of a really strong therapeutic alliance, a strong therapeutic relationship, 
and in some ways the expertise that the therapist brings into the room. But this doesn't mean telling a client what to do. This can mean the techniques in order to listen to a client, in order to hear their goals, in order to be able to work in a client-oriented way still requires a lot of self-discipline, a lot of training, and a lot of skills to do that. So hopefully that has provided you with a bit of a guide as to how counsellors help. How does the helping relationship work inside a client therapist uh, relationship?